So here we are yet again. This is the third episode of uh, a podcast that I forgot <laughs> the name of right now. <laughs> I forgot last time too. Oh, it's Come At Me Bro, an extremely important podcast, though I Very totally nice. forgot. Um, so this, for the third, every third episode, um, instead mm-hmm. of one of us giving the other person a thing to review, we watched a new thing together and we're going to discuss it together now. Um, If you forgot, (laughs) I'm Riley. I'm here with Kindred. Hello. Um, And this week we watched Once I Was a Beehive, streaming for free on Netflix. Netflix. Um, And just, I I think just as like a disclaimer, we're not going to go into any of the religious aspects, just like movie. How was it as a movie? Mm-hmm. Because no need to offend anyone, but uh, we will get into the movie making aspects. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, well, well, I don't want to ruin anything yet. <laughs> Do you want to give us like a brief rundown of plot? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the brief, I think the description on Netflix, it says something like a girl's parents are separated and then her mom sends her to Bible camp. Like, I think that's like pretty easy. But, like, the longer explanation is there's a girl, and she's Christian, which is not, she's not Mormon. She's just Christian. She has a Christian dad and a Christian mom, and they are, they like camping, I guess. Anyway, the dad dies within the first five minutes of the movie. The mom gets engaged to a Mormon guy that she met through, like, a support group. And then when the mom and the Mormon guy go on their honeymoon, they send the daughter the main character, quote-unquote, to um, stay with her new, like, step-cousins. They, uh, the, one of the step-cousins' activity is to go off to um, a, quote-unquote, Bible camp. For here out, probably, we'll call it girls' camp. Because that's um, what it is. It, that's what it is. They were sent off to girls' camp, and we see, I want to say, ups and downs of many characters, but I think that that is being very gracious. And then, <laughs> in the end... She leaves girls' camp. The end. Yeah, that's that's, that's it, right? right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think for full disclosure, we should explain that Kindred and I are both ex Mormons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know a lot about Mormon culture and girls' camp specifically, which is called girls' camp, not Bible camp. No, no. Um, and so there will probably be a lot of jar jargon, which isn't great, but I mean, we can try and keep it to a minimum, probably. Yeah, we'll try to explain it if we remember. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay, I mean, not so, for sure, but... <laughs> yeah, for maybe. <laughs> for maybe. Um, so we, we're going we're gonna to rate this, and our rating yeah. system is out of ten thumbs. So how many thumbs would you give this movie, Kendra? Um, I would give it one thumb. One thumb, okay. One thumb. I mean, um, it, was, it was a movie. That's it. That's true. Yeah, it was a movie. <laughs> um, I think I would do three thumbs. Oh, okay, all right. I uh, think that's very fair. And we'll discuss why okay. <laughs> later, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, just overall. But, I mean, I can say right now, I kind of think mm, it was a pile of garbage. Maybe, like, visually it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. It was obviously made professionally. It wasn't like somebody mm-hmm. had a camcorder and was like, let's make a movie about girls' camp, you guys. And And also, it felt like they probably did casting you know, it wasn't just somebody like, well, I've got some girls in my ward. 
Mm-hmm. Let's round him up, and this guy can play the bishop, because he is a bishop. Even though he probably is a bishop, but I think he probably auditioned, you know? <laughs> like, maybe. Should like, we talk about, like, we should have talked about this before, but here oh, we are it's now. it's fine. Should we go through, like, what we think specifically of cast, plot, yeah. blah, 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 blah? Yeah, let's go through, let's go through, should we hit plot points first? Cause... Yeah, let's hit plot points. Let's Let's talk about that. Yeah, okay. So I, it starts off with our main character, Lane. That, I think that's, I can, I can remember two character names, Lane and then the quote unquote, and I'm going to say that a lot, antagonist, Brie. I can remember those two names. But anyway. <laughs> yes, yes. It starts off with Lane and they, she is doing voiceover for like, what, the first 15 minutes of the movie? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess she's doing the voiceover the whole movie, but it seemed like all excessive in the first 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like... And it was... So, the plot in detail, the thing that is really jarring about it is mm-hmm. that her her dad has been dead for less than seven months, maybe, yeah. or... What, maybe, the mom met that guy seven months ago, so probably around, what, eight Less months? than a year. Yeah, definitely less, less than a year. Less than a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mom's marrying this guy seemingly without talking to her daughter about it at all at until all, the day before the wedding. Because her daughter is having some, like, weird, like, weird, not weird emotional reactions, just, like, very extreme for, like, the timing, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, she she seems to be having outbursts one second, and then the next second she's, like, she's talking like, to her mom. She's like, sorry, mom. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, wait, I don't... <laughs> What, you were just so angry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. The, the plot in general is really, really weak, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's, it's so confusing because it starts off really dramatic. Like, this girl's dad dies, and it's, right. it's actually pretty. Like, I was, like, sad about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, felt, I felt a thing. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. And then immediately goes to, like kooky like going to camp oh it's so kooky there's an old lady on a motorcycle right it's the tone is so weird because it it starts off kind of nice and she's saying you know this is my dad if anybody had any doubts you know they talk to him he's a people person and he seems great Mm -hmm. you know he's like easily the most likable character like i said overly (laughs) likable but then he dies in five seconds he was in it for like two minutes and yes Mm -hmm. he was the most likable character but yeah we go from this very serious um you know we go from the fun scene with the parents the mom the dad and lane are camping then we immediately cut to a funeral scene where she and her mom are crying and then we cut to a recep or a rehearsal dinner mm-hmm. and it's kind of fun and lane meets oh i can remember this other character's name phoebe and mm-hmm. she is 12 year old girl with anxiety or so they Quote, say <laughs> exactly <laughs> um anxiety and she's sitting in a closet with a helper dog let's pause on that <sighs> for a moment the okay. way that anxiety is portrayed with this character <laughs> is like so mind-numbingly naive and ridiculous oh she's my like gosh. The walls could come crashing down. There could be an earthquake any minute. And it's like, that's <sighs> not, that's not, that really is like more like OCD in yeah. my thinking. Well, but it's so yeah. ridiculous and like surface level. That's it is. a good description for the whole movie. Definitely. And it's so, you know, and you immediately pointed it out. You were like, oh, a smart girl. I can't remember what you said. We were texting throughout it. So we mm-hmm. kind of already like had, we knew each other's thoughts, but oh, look, a mm-hmm. smart girl. <laughs> like, 
Now yeah. we know. The smart young girl yeah. who's alienated because she's so smart and she just has all these facts. Yeah. She's always, it's just like every character in the movie is just a stereotype and that's it. Oh, Like they don't is. explore them at all. But the thing is, is that Lane um, is not, she isn't anything. Oh no, my computer, hang on. Oh, it's still recording. Fun. That's a fun blurb. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it uh, No, but Lane isn't anything. But the reason she meets Phoebe is she grabs a bottle of champagne and goes into the closet to drink. But we don't mm-hmm. get any of that sort of personality trait, I feel, the rest of the movie. Like, at like all. Like the pain or like... The yeah. suffering. It seems like all of a sudden she's brought into this group of girls at girls camp and she's like... No, we've got to like she's just keep ready to going. Go. Yeah, she's like, no, let's push on. Let's, we can do this. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's not the impression we get the first, you know, when she's underage drinking. Like, yeah, that. Yeah, they. I feel like it obviously is leaning on a lot of just cliches. They're right. like, oh, her dad's dead. She's probably sad, and she's gonna like have this drinking problem at like sixteen or however oh old she is. Which, she says she's really... sixteen. <laughs> Yeah, it's just really, really bizarre, and I don't, and that's, but that's how the plot goes the entire movie, right. is it's like, they, they try really hard to, like, make you feel something to the point of it just being manipulative and annoying, right. and then they bounce to, like, ridiculous, like, stupidly funny, funny in quotes. Well, there was, alright, well, let's move it along so we can get to my next point. They, mm-hmm. they are... They, she goes to stay with the cousins uh, while the mom and the guy are on the honeymoon. And mm-hmm. um, we see her uncle, her new step-uncle, I'm assuming, uh, pick her up off the steps while she's just so- sobbing uncontrollably at the after the mom's wedding. Which I think... A very intimate thing to do when you don't know somebody. Definitely. And also, I know that the mom is getting married, but you would think she'd have a little bit of concern for the daughter... Like, oh yeah, she's just like peace. She's just like bye. My daughter's weeping on these steps. Bye. Like that's yeah. not N- none of my concern. No, none of my concern. This is your concern now. So the guy comes, he picks her up and takes her to the to their house or whatever her cousin step cousin's house, and she's like, I cried myself to sleep like a baby. And then the next day, um, you know, one of the ladies from the war, Cookie Carrie Carrington. Oh, I'm glad you remembered her name. That's impressive, cause girl, I got all the names down. <laughs> so don't you worry good um which award for those of you is just a congregation of mormons just you know there's lots and lots and lots of wards just by what land size i don't know pop mormons to it's land it's, it's by number yeah usually. by number it's like divided by area there you go so anyway but so uh one of the ladies from the ward sister carrie Cookie Kington, Carrie Carrington, K- Carrie Carrington. God, that's just terrible. <laughs> but she. That's the thing is, like, they're they trying to like, they're like, oh look, she's just, like, she's just an annoying blonde lady. Let's right. make her Carrie Carrington. Everything's done to such a degree, like they fall short and they overboard it yeah. on every single aspect. Every single aspect, because you know, then this uh, sister Carrington at the end, she has maybe what they probably wanted to be a redeeming moment at the testimony mm-hmm. meeting i'm assuming i can't mm-hmm. remember she she said something right they like had a moment yeah she she had a moment where she was like you know i really just wanted everything to be perfect but it's not uh... and you know what it's okay <laughs> and you know what i'm still a daughter of god and you know what <laughs> they are too and you know what i love you oh my God. and it was just like 
Ugh. That's a, let's let's go a little quicker. So the plot okay, is perfect. Carrie Carrington is kooky. Uh-huh. She takes her to camp. Well, it's she forces ridiculous. the she forces Phoebe into going to camp. Oh, Phoebe with right. She guilts Phoebe yeah. to going. She guilts Phoebe into going, and then Lane is has already decided that she is Phoebe's protector. So she's like, I shall go as well. Within literally like what twenty four hours Seconds. of knowing her, like she's like, oh, yeah. right, I am your, I am protecting you now. Right. So then, so then they go to camp uh-huh. and they, they go to a shot of all of the. They introduce all of the girls right. in the van oh, God. as they sing, so annoyingly. Uh, the one, the one thing that I thought was kind of funny and but not be not in this format um, because it's too mm-hmm. self deprecating and too self aware, but not in a good way. Um, right. When they were like, and these are the the so and so sisters, Michaela and McCurla and McKee, you know whatever their names were. They're like, right, right, all these ridiculous. And names. Because, well, and I mean, we can testify to that because of where we grew up, like bad mm-hmm. names. And I think that that's funny, but not if you guys are making fun of it. Like, stop naming your kids that. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. So, like, both of us have seen a lot of these Mormon uh-huh. movies growing up, Mormons, yes. and uh, I never thought about it until this mm-hmm. movie. But they, they're making fun of these things, like, as a way of, like, poking fun at the culture mm-hmm. while completely missing the point of what's actually funny about the culture, right. or what's actually, like, problematic. Right. And instead, it's just like, we just care too much. Ugh. We're just too pure and too innocent and too, you know right. what I mean? We're perfect, completely basically. Missing, like, basically, what they're saying is right. we're perfect, especially because we can make fun of ourselves. Right. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, dig no. at anybody um, but it's not good. But I feel like, yeah, the thing about it is that I feel like even for someone who's in that mm-hmm. culture, I mean, I don't think this, I was going to say, I don't think this movie is trying to be deep, but it is. That's the thing that's right. so confusing is it bounces back from like trying to be deep and just trying to be like comedy. Right. And that's, um, after in a way that does not work at all. Definitely. And after, um, we finish the plot, I, I, my question to you, and maybe you've, I'm sure you've thought about this is who the audience is, but we can discuss that in a moment after the plot. Okay. Um, so let's, let's just, we'll kay. just <laughs> breeze through kay. this. It's hard not to get stuck on stuff cause it's so stupid. Well, there's a fart joke. But so... <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. that was really. Oh my I, had, gosh. I got stuck on that anyway, but that's what the. Oh yeah. So they're in the van. They introduce the girls. They do that stupid movie trope where they're like, "This is so and so. She's listening to m- cool music." But I saw some One Direction on her iPod. Ha! Uh, Mormons know who One Direction is. And then they uh, get to a rendezvous point with one of the other. Uh, leaders camp leaders she's an old lady she's got like marine patches she drives a motorcycle and we're like wow she's cool (sighs) just another stereotype (laughs) so then lane drives with her to the camp we meet the bishop who's annoying and then there's a series of hilarious Uh... mishaps that end with a dog dying or so we think yeah but like but like it was we see the dog, the helper dog harness, which is Phoebe's helper anxiety dog. She sneaks. Roxy. She sneaks with her for some reason. And I'm like, why is she even going to camp? You wouldn't allow her to this dog, but this is her dog. Anyway, so she sneaks her to camp. But then we see after a bear comes into their camp, we see like a torn up harness. And I'm like, great. This is just great. How did the bear get the harness? Yeah. But we'll get back to that. Who? We won't get back to that. It makes no sense. It at all. But... Yeah, so we think the dog is dead. In the end, Phoebe learns to, like, Lane learns uh-huh. to deal with the grief of her husband, or her, her husband, her dad, 
through the example of helping Phoebe with her grief of her dog, and then they have a thing, and then the dog is alive, and then it's, we get, like, 15 different, like, heartwarming, uh, monologue isn't the word I'm looking for, but it's the one I'm gonna go Go with, but we get, we get these, like, monologues from individual Mm -hmm. characters being, like, wow, and I really learned, yeah, exactly, like, I really learned that I just need to let go, or I really learned that it's okay that my dad's dead, because he'll be in my heart forever, or I really learned that, da-da-da-da, I really learned that, and it's, like, so heavy-handed and boring and everyone so boring. does it for so well, long and it ends with this horrible song oh. that lane writes <laughs> the t-o-g-e-t h-a-r oh yeah and that spells then together. we're together i don't know it was oh i wish i could really i wish painful. i remembered it so i could sing it but um i don't remember it because i've already blocked this movie <laughs> <gasps> i think i just remembered okay, it. okay good t to the o to the g <laughs> to, the to the e to the t to the teeth, then you add, add her, her in it together. together. It's so bad. It's so It's like, bad. it's supposed to be like, like really good. Well, like they're trying to make this point of like, oh wow, she wrote this beautiful song that really wraps this up, well, but it actually makes no and sense. And I mean, and in theory, like it seems like it is wrapping it up because she's in the, when they're riding in the van to the camp, they're singing the God said to Noah, we're gonna build an arky arky. And, um, Mm -hmm. which is also, that's not a, like, a Mormon exclusive song, so, like, that's a point that they're like, no, look, we're not, we're Christians too, we're Christians too. Okay, we're done with plot, so let's talk about that. Okay. They, there's a lot of focus on the fact that they're Mormon in the beginning, and then as soon as they're at camp, they're like, no, this is just Bible camp, Uh and they talk a lot about the Bible, and I want to make it very clear, Mormons do not talk a lot about the Bible. No, not at all. I mean, it's... Like, it's definitely a thing, but it's, it's definitely very over. secondary to the Book of Mormon and the Doctrine and Covenants and the Pearl of Great Price, which is, like, their their scripture. Right, and, I mean, I remember, uh, it, it just, in growing up in seminary, like, I remember them, I don't know, definitely just glossing over the Bible, you know? Like, yeah. and there's that... So let's talk about uh, what is the audience, like yes, you said. Yes, I, I, after I was thinking, you know, today, after, to, after last night watching it, I was so confused because i cannot i cannot figure out who the actual audience is it's obviously who they're playing right because it's obviously probably girls i'm assuming young women who are going to girls camp whose dad happens to be right and i mean right but like when i was 12 or 13 and i was gonna watch a movie and I I liked I used to like all those Mormon movies. Singles Ward I actually watched a couple of years ago and it holds up. It's hilarious. But it's because Yeah, some of those are like really entertaining, like right. uh, And they're like campy. The Sons of Provo oh. was like the funniest thing I'd ever that's because seen. I still have it on DVD and that's one we can revisit because I think I'll just like You know what, Kindred? What? I know that next week is supposed to be our random week, but why don't we watch that next week? If I can find a copy of it, because I think that would be a I really good like comparison. Like it's probably on Amazon Instant, so let's do it. Okay, because let's, let's do that next week because good. I want to have a contrast to this. Like we're not just making no. dicks at like Mormon films or Mormons in general. And it's interesting. This is just a bad movie, right? Because that self Sons of Provo is also very self-deprecating, but in like a way that works and is funny. But and it's it is really campy and yeah, silly. it's so good. But anyway, this movie, I'm like, when I was 13, I would have been bored by this. There were, mm-hmm. there were, there wasn't like any, there weren't funny characters. There were some that were trying to be funny, but even as a child, like, I wasn't that stupid. Because <laughs> like, cause it's just stereotypes. Like, I'm even thinking of, like, Disney Channel original movies, you I know? have seen 50 that are better than this. 
Yeah, that they have like better character development and better like denouement and better yep. like everything. Yep. Like this movie, and I think maybe that's its problem is it never really knew what it was trying to right. do. Like it was trying to be like, it was simultaneously trying to be like dramatic and serious and making a really important point, and at the same time being like self-deprecating right. and lighthearted and gen in general kooky. Right. And. The- and it was just, it just felt on every It point. did. And I texted you probably pretty early on in the movie, and I said, is Lane going to have a love interest? You know, just like, mm-hmm. she's 16, and, the, you know, most movies aimed at that age definitely have a teenage boy that you want the girls mm-hmm. to think are cute. And that we we obviously know that they weren't doing it, they, they didn't add that plot point because they were like, no, that's sexist, because they have plenty of other sexist things in there. They've got those two right. stupid rangers who every all the girls are like, oh, they're so hot. And I'm like, well, why is this in the movie? Yeah, there's a point where two park rangers come in for, like, actual no reason. No reason. And they're trying to explain bear safety, which, of course, like, a bear attacks the camp and uh, the dog and stuff. Yeah. But no one can listen because they're just so hot, including the mom, mm-hmm. the leader. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone is, like, smitten by these. And they do it in a way that is, like really pretty rude (laughs) like I think you can you can do a scene like that I don't know if you can it's so dang cliche (laughs) but I feel like you you could make a scene like that work in a funny way but the way they do it is just so old and tired and like honestly insulting and I'm not like I'm not like you can't men can't be no. whatever you know but, but I mean like I they they do it in a way that is really like just right and I like simple love stories and I know that not every movie has to be a love story but like even with Lane she didn't really connect with anyone and she was she was going through a hard time and they could have I think easily tweaked this to be there was like a camp of boy scouts which you know down the road or whatever and they the one kid was also like hey this also sucks and my dad died like that seems more of something they would have done and they're like but it's okay like we can work through this and have like an actual connection like yeah but i like i think if they mm-hmm. did that that would have been like because there's so many mo- moments that are like yeah of course like right. that would have been another just another moment that was like oh how convenient right but they should have cut out everything else what i'm trying to say is they should have made a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I just wanted it to be Listen, completely different. I had a entirely. different idea of the yeah, plot, I think and it wasn't this. What? Yeah. What they're trying to do is make it like her connecting with her new cousin, right. and even like they try to make her and Bree a moment. Like the antagonist right. and her at the end are supposed to like be best buddies, which was very much not convincing. No, but neither was their fights. None of it was convincing. I wasn't right. convinced that they hated each other, and I wasn't convinced that they liked each other. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I think the target audience for mm-hmm. this, I think they knew that Mormons would right. watch it because they'll go see any movie that's like a Mormon right. movie. Remember that like Pioneer one that came out a few oh. years ago, Seven Miracles yeah, or something. Yeah, and everybody that was like a huge right, deal. And, like in mutual the groups and would I, go see it and. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, this is boring as fuck, <sighs> but. Um, I think like they knew they had that mm-hmm. audience, so they were trying to make it more. Uh, what's the word? I can't remember. Oh, um, uh, appealing. Yeah. Well, and I, th- I, I think guess. you know what the and the end credits where they're showing at like all the actual girls camps. There was probably like some sort of like online like, hey, submit your picture and you could be featured in the movie or whatever. You know, like yeah. they're trying to they, include it. They knew 
that that was already taken right. care of. So I think the attempt was to like make it more quote unquote mainstream by being like, no, it's right. Bible camp and and they really emphasize the fact that these are Christians. We're Christians. We're, Christians. We're good right. Christians. These are just a bunch of Christians. Which and which has always been a thing because just Mormons are always like, we are Christians. But like you know, talking to Linda, she'll be like, no, Mormons aren't Christians. And I remember fighting her mm-hmm. when I was Mormon, saying, no, we are. And now I don't give a shit. But like, yeah, it's like, like the point is. But it's a very it's a very like strong point. Like people are like, no, Mormons are Christian. Well, I just think if you're making this movie mm-hmm. already, just commit to the fact that you're making this movie. Don't right. try to make it this thing that is like, and we can't, we've all been to Bible camp, right, <laughs> We guys? all have, oh my god. But it's Or even the attempt of, like, Lane is there as this character, like, this could be you. You could go to this girl's camp, and you could just love all these people and become a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> right. Blah, I, blah, feel blah, like, blah. I feel like, um, and this is me just speculating, mostly from like what I know about the Duggars, who were a uh, Christian reference that I have, <laughs> but like they yeah. still do um, uh, girl and boy like groups. Like I feel like even though they can't date, if they were to go to a Bible camp, there would still be boys there, you know? I have no idea. Okay. I guess I've, so. I've watched a lot of the Duggars, Riley. <laughs> I think you're probably right. I mean, I feel like... And this is me just, like, probably jumping to conclusions, but when they, when uh, different Christian groups, like, go out and they do service missions, there's mm-hmm. always boys and girls there. And I've seen, I've had, yeah. you know, coworkers like, show me pictures. Like, it's, and they're teenagers. There's never not just, there's never just girls. And so, I don't know. So, it's mostly a Mormon thing to, like, divide things yeah. by sex. I, I mean, probably, yes, I think that's what I'm getting at. And I know that's, like, a generalization, but I think that that's probably really, girls camp is a Mormon thing. It just is. Yeah. But they don't even do they call it? No, girls camp? I don't think. So. I don't I, think so. I, in the movie, I don't know if they, I think they just say camp. Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, how cute of them. Um, um, I did uh, just on one last note on who the audience is. I had a coworker, um, and I was friends with her on Facebook at the time that this movie came out, and she was like a thirty-four-year-old nurse. And she, mm-hmm. I remember, she's very, very active on Facebook. And I remember her saying, I can't wait to go see Once I Was a Beehive. She also loved Disney. Hmm. That's what I know about her. Hmm. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think she liked it. She probably said something like, it was moving. That's, I think it's, it's moving. Ugh, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to, I gave it three thumbs, as mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I feel like. I didn't, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever mm-hmm. seen. I've seen way right. worse things. And that was basically where the three came from is it's like, right. I, I didn't turn it off. You That's know, true. I wasn't like, I need to just not watch right. this, which, which happens a lot where I'm just like, this yeah. is like way too bad to even like give my time to. Right. And I felt like there were like Lane was pretty likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was for okay. How boring right. she was. Um, the old lady, I don't remember her name, Sister Rockwell. Maybe? Yeah, that sounds right. She, she was like fairly fine. Yeah, sure. They. I don't know. There was there was ch- chili and bread bowls that kind of made me hungry. Oh, that was so stupid. <laughs> Somehow they like magically can make this. all these bread like, bowls. It'll it'll fill a hole in you. That's for there sure. There were like, I was like thirty bread mean? bowls. There were like ten people, and they had like an entire table of bread bowls. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's talk about the characters. Okay. All right. <laughs> let's start with that okay. nugget. All right. 
Who do we want to go? Who do we want to do first? I want to talk about my least favorite, most hated character in the whole movie, and that was the. Gr- I don't remember her uh-huh. name. This is the name I forget. But the the space buns girl. Yes, and you know, oh, we all we know all know. Who she and is. most of these girls are going to be uh, described by their haircuts, at least on my end. <laughs> Oh yeah, because <laughs> they're so not memorable in any haircuts other way. and probably weight, like that's unfortunate. The large right. girl. Um, no, yeah, the girl with the space buns, red hair and space buns. What What did they say about her in the van? She was like, like she she has to try so hard to be unique because she lives in a culture of conformity. Which I was like, yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> but. Uh, what else? I don't, it was like, she loves to do accents or something. She was just so unsufferably uh-huh. annoying. Oh, wait, she wasn't even my, she was, she was probably my least favorite. Like, she was mm-hmm. so annoying. But the, the other girl, with, the boy crazy the girl. Bob. With the yep. Bob. Whose, whose name I don't no. remember either, but she was like, every time she was on screen. They were terrible. I was just like, oh, yeah. The, the one with the space buns was obviously meant to be the comic relief. I think out of all of the girls, and, yeah. she was definitely like, there was a moment where I think they were in canoes, which is just garbage. Like, there are no canoes at Girls mm-hmm. Camp. <laughs> Maybe there are. I never went on one. But um, she was... Not no. She was like... Um, oh, what did she say? She said something about... You only live once. That's exactly it. That was exactly it. And it was like, this isn't funny. I can tell that, like, the way she's saying it was meant to be funny. It's not. <laughs> or, or, she's just such an amazing actress and they wrote it so well that it's like supposed to be so funny that it's not funny that she's just annoying like she would be in real life um, i want to give it that credit but like i don't <laughs> believe i don't believe it and there's also that no there's yeah. also the moment where she um they're in the teepee which is poorly built which is another point of contention for me i think the leaders never would have let the girls sleep in like shittily built teepees at all. Well, and then later the old lady is like, "I should have helped them yeah. out," and it's like, "Yeah, yeah. you should have." But um, there she's like, "All right." She turns to one of the other girls and she's like, "Would you rather marry someone who's a serial killer, but you know he's a good guy, or would you uh, rather marry someone who only says manamana?" And it really hurt me. <laughs> it really hurt Deeply. my comedic sensibilities, which aren't. That finely honed or anything, but it really was painful for me. Just yeah, that's a theme. <laughs> it was... I just I I don't even know if we need to talk about any of the other no, characters. They were all just like that's it. the fat one, yep. the funny the boy one, crazy one, blah 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 blah. The popular blonde yep. one who like dresses like she's in a Ralph Lauren right. ad. And if it was all just so painfully for all the stereotypes it's interesting to me that lane didn't like fall into a stereotype she was just kind of so nothing and you know and the the yeah she's very the character of you know the girl who's lost her dad and has to keep going on it has been done before and i'm sure it has been done well nothing comes to mind at the moment but it's not like a point of reference i really have but you know like Mm -hmm. she's just kind of just boring just nothing (laughs) like she wasn't a stereotype but i think I think she's a good reflection of, like, maybe how a Mormon writer would, like, think of a person mm. who's a non-member. Yeah. Like, they're, this is how they will see Mormons, I guess, is, like, yeah. more of the, who she was. Like, this is how I think other people think that are Mormons. <laughs> right. 
They love us and admire us and think we're good Christians, even if they're not ready to become a Mormon. It's it's so bad. It's so bad. But, like, they don't have any personality. I don't know. She she was, like, a nice person, but her whole thing was, like, my dad taught me how to camp, so I'm good at it. But even that could have been played up more. Like, it almost feels like yeah. she could have been more confident, and she... Uh, I don't know, but that's the thing, is that she didn't have... I didn't believe her lows, so, like, when she's yeah. triumphed, you know, and, like, built this teepee or whatever, like, I... I didn't care. Like, just yeah. nothing. That's... I think that's the... That's the main thing. And this is kind of funny, because it relates back to uh, Atonement. Right. Like, everything, the characters aren't ever done in a way that, like, I I care about them. And I feel like, I don't know if I talked about this with the Uh atonement. I meant to. But, like, I easily connect to any character, I feel like. Yeah. Like, I'm not a a hard sell. Just give me a little bit of something, and I will, like, cry and be so into it. I I agree. But with, yeah, but these characters were, like, so, all of them were so insufferable, other than, like, Holly, Uh Phoebe's mom. Okay, yep. Who was just boring. She was just nothing, too. She was fine. Yeah. She had curly hair. who was... Yeah, there you go. The bishop who was just boring. Yep. He was listening to Lane, the who was... Yeah, Lane, who was, like, kind of interesting in the beginning yeah. and then just boring. And, I mean, I almost feel like they should have done something, if they were trying to be so, like, Mormons or Christian, too, the moral of the story should have been her finding her own faith that isn't Mormonism, you know? But not like, and then, mm-hmm. I don't know, and then just at the being at the very end, like, if we're all just good people. But I guess that's just me now that I'm not Mormon. I'm like, if this could have... Yeah, you want the moral should always be Well, that. I mean, I'm just like, they could have been like, hey, everybody believes in God or whatever, and I mean, that's not true, yeah. but like, everybody who believes in God, we can just find him in our own way. That would have been like, I would have been touched by that. I would have been like, that's really nice. Yeah. That's good. Well, and I'm thinking now, even like, Maybe they, a good idea, uh-huh. I don't right. know, I don't make movies. <laughs> Me neither. Sh- should have been, like, Lane acting out a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> because she is, in this really painful time, her dad's been dead for, like, less than a year, her mom just remarried and, like, abandoned her right. and left her with these people she doesn't know at right. all. Like, maybe if she had, like, she struggled a little bit more instead of yeah. was just, like, immediately does amazing and i guess brie doesn't like her for a second and that's about it it's just so stupid i think that's what i mean when there should have been like a boy her age like Mm -hmm. she's a 16 year old girl acting out and you know she knows she's pretty or whatever i don't know i mean i yeah it it just seems and then they could have gotten angry and been like why were you with this boy in the woods and she could be like we were just talking we were just talking they're like no you weren't i I don't know like any sort of conflict just that more conflict than the bear, which was very, it was, like, a really sharp change in tone, yeah. just like the rest of the movie, that, like, did not really work, mm-hmm. and it was really, like, weird. Uh, I don't yes. know. I just had a thought, and I lost it. What was it? Oh, yeah, and there was, I think, the main focus for this mm-hmm. movie, they were hoping that a lot of people were going to watch right. it. And that there was a lot of moments where, like, I'm thinking of when Sister Rockwell, uh-huh. I think is her name, it's Sister R something, something um, the old yes. lady, and Lane are, like, sitting around whittling. Uh-huh. And she's like, in Vietnam, we took care of the Viet Cong soldiers just like we took care of Americans. Right. And that's how we are as Mormons. We just love everybody, no matter if you're a member of n- or not, right. blah, blah, Like, there was a lot of, like, trying to counteract the criticisms people have yeah. instead of like actually just making a movie embracing the culture that it is right. there's a lot of like 
just in case someone watches this who's not Mormon, we want to make sure that they know that we love them right. or that we don't hate gay people or that we don't hate X and X and X, right. even though, like, it, the clearer message is that it's, like, not very welcome. Right. I completely agree. Also, was her calling the soldier Viet Cong, is that racist? Mm-hmm. Is that, like, not politically correct? I honestly don't know. I've heard the Viet Cong a okay. lot, and I don't know if that's, like, an American term or if that's, like, actually what they were called. I have right. no idea. And her story was ridiculous where she was like, and they brought him in in pieces and we put him back together. And I was like, are you kidding me? I know, you were like, Frankenstein? <laughs> but seriously, like, I don't, that's not how medicine works. I don't, I don't know what you want. <laughs> just, it yeah, wasn't it was good. very, very weird. Um, I'm just going to take a moment and say if you're hearing weird clicking sounds, I know you're not here, oh. but I can see that um, it's being picked up in the recording. Uh-huh. Josh is next to me um, mixing some music, so he's clicking a lot of oh, things. Oh, I'm so glad <laughs> Josh is in the room with you. That makes me so happy. Yeah, so if you're hearing just like rhythmic clicks or the dogs walking around, it's because we're all in this room right this now <laughs> recording different things. Sunday activities. The dogs too. Oh, that's perfect. That's so great. Yeah, I don't know. There's not much else I have to say about this movie. I would not recommend it. Like, don't watch it. It wasn't bad funny. It wasn't anything. It was just... If you really are wanting to watch a Mormon movie, we can recommend something. We can! Seriously. Um, oh, I do want to talk, though. Um, it made me... And only because it was so personal. Like, we, ha- we have had girls' camp experiences, and we can... The least I can say is that they were traumatic for both of us. Yeah. But it put me in a really right. weird headspace last night. I was like... I, like, it was a throwback to a time that wasn't very fun, and so I really don't want to yeah. recommend it. Like, don't watch it, especially if you have any connection. Like, it's just not a good feeling. Well, what's interesting to me, and I I don't know if we need to talk about this for very long. That's I don't, okay. No one's listening to this it's anyway, fine. so let's talk about whatever we want to talk about. And I want to. Um, <laughs> but when I have talked to other Mormons who are still part uh-huh. of the church or who are right. not, and we mentioned, I mentioned girls' uh-huh. camp, they all are thrilled. They loved it. People always talk about it as this like really fun experience and blah, 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 blah. And maybe it's because I'm talking to just the wrong people. Guess, but, but for me, and I know for Kindred mm-hmm. as well, Girls Camp was like really, I'm not trying to be overly dramatic, no. but it was honestly really painful. It was bad. Like, um, I've never felt so self-conscious. And what is weird is that like there's no guys around no. really. Like I'm not... But you feel so judged, well, and there's all these weird so expectations. And... and I brought, I told my um, my mom that we had watched this, and I just told her I was like, it was painful. And there was the girls' camp. I think it was it was the last one I went to. I think it might have been our senior year of high school, maybe our junior year, right before our senior year. It was our junior year because okay. I don't think either of us went no, our senior year. You couldn't have made me. Um, but our junior year, um, we went to girls' camp. But my mom was there because she had a calling or whatever. But uh, the leader of our girls' camp... Maybe, maybe not... explain what a calling is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. And I won't mention names of our uh, young women's leader. But a calling is just um, within the ward, people have different assignments that you don't get paid for. Like, people lead the young women's, which is, you know, the teenage girls and their Sunday school meetings. And then there's young men's. That's sort of broken down. So there's, like, a presidency. Anyway. So the young women's president that year... and. Uh, no names, but my mom said that she, the entire time she was just talking about herself and how quote unquote fat she was. Riley, do you know who I'm talking about? Um, I believe so. Okay. Um, Can you give me the like the the last name initial K. and then I'll be sure. K. She was the president. And her first name started with an A. 
I honestly don't remember. It's okay. Um, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off the air. Anyway, but she was complaining the whole time about... Text it oh, to I'll me. Oh, I will text you right is that, now. Does that yes, work? that's perfect. Um, Sorry, everyone. I need to this know is this really is. really good listening. And I've blocked everything out. It's I probably think. the best way to do it. Oh, God. Autocorrect. Oh, God. Autocorrect. <laughs> um... Oh my god, autocorrect. This is this is a good portion that I like to call kindred can't text. Okay, um <laughs> we're going to name this one Oh my god, autocorrect. Oh my god, autocorrect. Um all right, so Riley is in root. This text is in root. Oh. oh you got it, girl. Okay, okay anyway. So she yeah. was I think you spelled her last name wrong, but I would have not I would have not got okay, it. Okay, that's fine. You gave me the right initial. Um, no, it was definitely spelled with a K. <laughs> Wow, yeah. okay, go ahead. But anyway, uh, she was complaining the whole time about how sh- fat she was, and my mom was another leader or whatever, so she was overhearing this. Josh just farted. Oh. I'm just going to say that really quick in case people heard it. Josh just farted and then looked at me. <laughs> this, is, this is good. This is, I'm we could talk more about that than I could about this movie. Um, <laughs> anyway, she was saying how fat she was and how insecure she was, and I told my mom, I was like, oh, that's good, because she was, you know, 100 pounds or whatever. Like, maybe anorexic, and not to be, like, no, judgmental. but definitely. But... And I told my mom, I was like, I know that Riley and I were both struggling with body image issues, so that's good of her. So, like, that's really yeah. good of her to be talking about herself while she's trying to, like, lead these girls and, like, instill some sort of, like, what, morals? And she's just complaining about herself? Right. I don't know. It, it pissed me off, honestly. I was like, are you kidding me? I was having so hard so hard time (laughs) well and that's the thing and i and maybe that's why it was so painful is that i i in daily life Uh i was very insecure about my Mm -hmm. body and all those things anyways but like i could like who cares whatever you know i'll go hang out with you and we'll make youtube videos and who cares but for some reason at girls camp i felt like that issue was very exaggerated Mm -hmm. like for some reason i felt so self-conscious of what i looked like all the time right. and then we would go on these hikes and I was always just like this chubby girl who never did anything and so yeah. I would just like sweat my ass off and get really embarrassed I was always breathless like, I couldn't go hiking yeah I, I'm not and people were like why don't you like hiking why don't you like this and I'm like because it's embarrassing. I get blisters like, and I'm the just, fat like, kid like yeah yeah exactly I'm sweaty I'm tired I'm in the back I don't like doing it I'm huffing and puffing where everyone else was just like well, yeah it's just and it's like and that I part especially was just it's just a horrible reminder because PE classes my entire life have made me cry because my teachers have always called me fat oh, and then God. like I have to run the mile and I'm the last one and it's like I just don't like running or hiking okay I remember a thing I used to tell myself mm-hmm. to like get through PE class mm-hmm. and stuff I would have to, like, remind myself, like, when I'm an adult, Mm -hmm. no one will care how I did in PE. (laughs) It's true. And that's a thing I, like, regularly would tell myself because it was so embarrassing and so painful and, like, actually, I actually, like, really traumatic to just, like, be this kid who, like, sucks at everything. Like, I was pretty good at soccer, but not against a bunch of boys, which is who we would play it with, you know? And, like, I, I was okay at, like... I don't know, yoga, which is not a thing we ever did. <laughs> do, I, do you remember that one time for Mutual, which is a youth group get-together? Uh, uh, sister, oh, I can't, I don't want to say names on here, but also... Give me an initial, B, and that, maybe we'll go with it. Sister B, uh, she was short, and she was a counselor at our high school. 
And okay, yes, good, good. It. Do you remember she taught yoga that one time and we just hung out in the mother's lounge in the rocking chairs? Because I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing yoga in front of these people. I'm wearing jeans. Like, I'm not. I honestly didn't remember that, but that's like, <laughs> I remember being in the mother's yes. room with you several mutuals. Well, that was the one that definitely sticks out to me is the one where she was teaching yoga. And I was like, no, just no. We really stuck that out. I feel like we really stuck that out, Riley. And I can't believe it. Like, <laughs> I'm, I mean, the truth of the matter is, like, why was I always there? I felt, like, incredible pressure to, like, be present and then go sit in the mother's room. And uh, the whole time we went, like, we would just sneak off and go try and have some fun somewhere by making up, I don't yeah. know, stupid stories and banging on the piano, doing anything besides what they wanted us to do. But I feel like we were always there. Always. Yeah. I don't, I guess it was just, like, our whole neighborhood was there right. and my parents were like go do right. this and I was like okay Kindred are you going to do and this? And I went because you were there because I was like I don't want to do this but yeah. Riley's there and I want to have fun so and we did have so fun. Weird. We had fun. We did. But I wonder if we should do an episode just we shouldn't never mind I was gonna say just talking about like mutual the experience of like being Mormon yeah but we shouldn't. No no no, no. Here's, here's what we can do if we make it to a hundred episodes we'll do not an expose we'll do a very light-hearted this is th- yeah. These are we, our won't, we won't get we won't get mean, no. but we will get uh, real uh, pointed, pointed. Pointed. Thank you. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, just but here's the thing, and that now I remember that we're talking about this movie. Um, it made I know yeah. We the, just it made me recall my teenage years too vividly, and for everyone, I mean, I'm sure there are some people out there, but the teenage wheat years are the worst years. <laughs> And I did mm-hmm. not, I did not enjoy it at all. So, the end. Uh, the go. end on my thoughts on the stupid, stupid movie. My thoughts are that it wasn't, it wasn't the actual worst thing I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Right. But it was, it was pretty far yeah, on that list, pretty, you know. It was pretty, pretty, pretty up there. there. Like maybe, maybe like number six. I think of like the worst. I think that's I've pretty accurate. Seen. It was, it was honest, and the truth of the matter is that it wasn't like super shitty. Right. It was just really, like I said last night, it's very surface level, like nothing ever, and I know they tried to not be, but Mm -hmm. they just didn't succeed, so it just ends up being really, like, stupid. Um, here, let me, uh, uh, something that is better than this movie, and you wouldn't expect it, was I watched that, um, that video of that kid you went to, uh, college with. Who, with the train? Oh my gosh! Yes, please, please. I don't remember. We need to let's. We'll <laughs> advertise it on here. It's called, it's called the Dreamer Awakens by Tim Wood. If you search BYUI filmmaker on YouTube, it will come up. Yeah. Um, you can probably also search the title, but that's how I found it. Trying to remember, it, it's not good. No, but I but liked it. it more but it is so this. bad. It's, exactly. It's so bad. It's entertaining. Which I could actually um, talk about that for forty-five minutes. So we should probably do an episode. <laughs> We probably should. It's really bad. Uh, my computer's being weird, oh. so I'm going to stop. Right now? <laughs> but okay. we'll, yeah, we'll say um, don't watch this no, movie. No, don't. In conclusion. Next week, we are going to try to seek out Sons of Provo, Sons of Provo we'll and do a review on that. Yes. Um, Reminisce. Oh, we still didn't come up with the closing catchphrase. <laughs> oh, um, my computer's frozen, so oops. oops. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>